0: There's no handbook for your child's health, but we do have a podcast featuring world-class clinical and research physicians covering everything from your child's allergies to zinc levels. Welcome to Kids HealthCast by Weill Cornell Medicine. I'm Melanie Cole, and joining me today is Dr. Elizabeth Odom. She's an assistant attending pediatrician at New York Presbyterian Hospital, Weill Cornell Medical Center. She's an instructor in pediatrics at Weill Cornell Medical College, Cornell University, and she's a certified lactation counselor and she's here today to tell us about the introduction of solid foods with our babies and such an exciting time. Dr. Odom, thank you so much for being with us. I'd like you to jump right in with when can we start with those complementary foods, whether we're formula feeding or breastfeeding. You know, we all kind of look forward to that time when we can start doing the little spoons and feeding like we see on the media and in TV. When do we get to start that?
1: Well, I always feel the same way. I'm always so excited when we get to start talking about this with patients because it's such a fun experience. So generally, we recommend starting foods between four and six months of age. And the biggest thing we're looking for is making sure that babies have developed really good head control and they're able to hold up their heads for long periods of time.
0: Okay, well, that's a great tip. So they have to be able to sit up and hold up their heads. Or do they not have to be able to sit up, just hold their head?
1: They need to be sitting upright with support. So that means that if we give them a little bit of help, having them in a high chair, holding our hands at their waist, they're able to hold their torso and their head up. But if we were to let go of our hands and they did a little bit of that wobble and toppled over, that would be okay.
0: Okay, well, that's really good to know. And you and I were talking off the air having a fun conversation about when I was feeding my kids and the foods that I started with. You're a pediatrician and you're an expert. What foods are best to start with? Speak about those first foods and what you tell parents when they say, well, what do I do? What, you know, how do I start?
1: So the very first food that we recommend babies start with is baby cereal, and I personally prefer an oatmeal cereal over other kinds. So wheat cereals and mixed grain cereals are higher risk due to a risk of an allergic reaction, and I recommend avoiding rice-based cereals because there's some concerns about arsenic exposure. So typically I say we start with an oatmeal cereal first, and the reason I recommend that is because We all have iron stores in our bodies, and babies' iron stores tend to start dropping between four and six months of age, and baby cereals are fortified with iron, so this way we know that they're getting a little bit of iron into their diet. But after we do a few days of these oatmeal cereals, that's when I say we're going to progress on to all of the fun other foods. And I like to start with pureed vegetables and fruits. You can do whichever one you've been dying to try first. Oftentimes, people are really excited about sweet potatoes or avocados. Some people want to do peas or carrots. And any of these are completely fine. It's whatever you're most excited to start with.
0: And we were talking about making our own versus the jars. And of course, similar to breastfeeding versus formula, the cost is an issue. When you buy those little tiny jars, you know, they can get pretty expensive. And making your own though can be a little bit time tasking. So when you're talking to parents, what are you seeing that parents are trying to do on their own versus going out and getting food? It's
1: quite variable. So some parents are so excited to make their own food, and some really want to use the jarred baby food because the idea of making their own food is too stressful. And whichever one you want to do is absolutely fine. If you are thinking about making your own homemade baby food, there are tons of gadgets out there that you can buy. But at the end of the day, all you really need is either a blender, a food processor, or even a hand mixer, because you're basically going to steam These baby foods, and then turn it into some sort of puree. So it's not actually quite as stressful as people imagine. I think sometimes all of the gadgets we see on the market make people feel a little bit intimidated, but it's less scary than it seems.
0: Well, I concur with that. And a nice blender, one of those Nutribullets, anything like that. And then you just strain it out if it's stringy little sweet potatoes or things. But avocado is a fantastic food to mix with a little breast milk or formula, make it a real good consistency, feed it to baby. Such a sweet time. When can a baby start drinking other types of milk, Dr. Odom, besides breast milk? And if so, are we looking at oat milk? Are we looking at almond milk, whole milk? Are there other other milks we should try at some point?
1: Typically, a baby needs to be drinking only formula or breast milk for the whole first year of life. And after they turn one year is when we can start introducing other types of milk. And we recommend they drink whole cow's milk. There are a lot of discussions out there about the different types of plant-based milk, but almond milk, oat milk, these things are very low in protein and they aren't really a balanced milk for babies. If you really don't wanna do cow's milk, I tend to prefer soy milk because it has a good amount of protein and fat. Pea milk, which is made with pea protein, is also a decent option, but I definitely recommend that you talk to your doctor about this if you're thinking about trying other types of milk.
0: Well, that was great information. Now, as we're looking at these new foods, you mentioned starting with an oatmeal type food and then trying our vegetables and fruits. How long do we wait before we introduce new foods to a child? And what are we looking for as far as red flags for allergies or intolerance?
1: So we recommend that babies wait 3 to 4 days after trying a new food before we introduce anything else new and we're watching really closely for an allergic reaction. The biggest signs of an allergic reaction that we're looking out for is rashes, hives, vomiting, swelling of the lips or tongue or difficulty breathing. These are all signs that your baby could be having some sort of reaction to the food that they're eating. And if you see any of these reactions, I recommend that you talk to your doctor before you try giving that food again. Sometimes babies can get a rash and it's completely unrelated to the food that they just ate, but we'd much rather be cautious so that we know what's going on and we're taking good care of your baby.
0: Dr. Odom, I think one important aspect of when we start to feed our baby other things is that some parents look towards fruit juice now we 're talking solid foods and the little bird mouth opening it 's so sweet, but then there's also fruit juice and the AAP joined leading health organizations recently i don 't know it was the last couple of years to approve new guidelines for healthy drinks. Should a child have fruit juice or smoothies with vegetables and fruit. Speak about those things and if they're acceptable for babies and into toddlers.
1: Babies should not have any fruit juice unless it's specified for by their pediatrician for a medical reason. After the age of one, the AAP says they can start having a maximum of four ounces of fruit juice a day. But I would say That's the maximum. I would recommend keeping fruit juice completely out of the diet if we can. If your child is going to have a little bit of fruit juice, it should be 100% juice. You can dilute it with water, and it should be out of a cup rather than any sort of bottle. But there really is no reason that a child or a baby needs any fruit juice. It's just extra sugar, and the fruit juice companies have done a great job of advertising themselves, but I'd say avoid it if we can. They really just need milk and water.
0: I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. Occasionally, orange juice, because it's so unique and good. The occasional apple juice, because kids really like it. But really, you're right. They really don't need anything but milk and water. And they have so much sugar, those fruit juices. So what great information. You are just a wealth of information, Dr. Odom. I'd like you to wrap it up. Best advice about first foods for baby and really when that most important time is And any questions we should be asking our pediatrician, because we love our pediatricians.
1: (laughs) So definitely talk to your pediatrician before you're going to start serving solid foods. Remember, it's between four and six months. Your baby should have really good head control and should be able to sit with support. And then embrace it. In the beginning, babies aren't getting a lot of calories from their food. They're still getting all of their calories really from milk, but it's a really fun experience. Developmentally, it helps them to develop and control their tongue movements. It helps with fine and gross motor skills, and it's just a wonderful experience to really see your baby's reaction to foods. If your baby seems like they're not interested in a certain food, remember that it can take over a dozen times of trying a new food for their palate to adjust and get used to it. So keep offering different foods to really expand your baby's palate because one day the switch can flip and they might love that food that they've been uninterested in for the past month.
0: I agree with you completely. And as we switch it up and get more creative, you are really helping that palate to develop. And then your child will eat anything. I'm telling you, it works that way. (laughs) I don't know. But thank you so much, Dr. Odom. What great information you've given us today. And while Cornell Medicine continues to see our patients in person, as well as through video visits, and you can be confident of the safety of your appointments at Wild Cornell Medicine. That concludes today's episode of Kids Healthcast. We'd like to invite our audience to download, subscribe, rate and review Kids Healthcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. For more health tips, go to wildcornell.org and search podcasts and don't forget to check out our Back to Health series. There are so many great podcasts there. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for joining us today. Back to Health is your source for the latest in health, wellness,
1: and medical care for the whole family. Our team of world-renowned physicians at Weill Cornell Medicine are having in-depth conversations covering trending health topics, wellness tips, and medical breakthroughs. With the spotlight on our collaborative approach to patient care, the series will present cutting-edge treatments, innovative therapies, as well as real-life stories that will answer common questions for both patients and their caregivers. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, don't forget to rate us five stars.